Welcome to Fandom Night. We're not 100% sure what we're calling this show yet. Could be called... Could be called Mint or... <laughs> we don't actually know. This is just a new thing that we want to do and we're trying it out. So, um... This show is basically going to be about comic books, manga, comic book related shows and movies, and vice versa, the anime side of things. So... Our very first thing is our introduction. So I'm William Bush, Reploid Bill. Sub-level Sario. Lol GT, Greg Smith. Shane McCree, Proto Guy. All right, so the first thing we have listed here is in case, because, of course, we've been doing this thing. We've been playing the podcast game now for five, six years. But, to be fair, not... I mean, that just because we've been in it so long doesn't mean that anybody really knows anything about us. If they just started looking for a comic book podcast, this is the first one we've ever done. So step one to introducing this show is why this show, why now? And each one of you get a chance to say why you're interested in being part of this show that we're about to start running with. Well... How about uh, comic books are a very important media, and, uh, you know, they've changed a lot over the years uh, with a lot of sweet moments and a lot of really dumb moments, um, and they kind of define the times, I guess. So whatever's going on in the comics kind of reflects life, and then, uh, you know, we can probably get into that a little bit, too, get a little deep with it, but, uh, yeah, that's my two cents, I guess. All right, gonna, Seth? Going to get deep, huh? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all would like to get deep. Um, me personally, I've mentioned it to you guys a few times. I don't read that many books when it comes right down to it. Generally speaking, I just know enough knowledge about all like the different universes, the different comic lines that are running. Like, kind of like how Bill said in uh, a, a previous podcast that we did, where it's more of like a hero to hero basis type of thing. But after hanging out with you guys for so long, I know so much like specifics about certain people like Batman and Superman and stuff like that. But when it comes right down to it, I really only own like a handful of books. Like the first would be the Spawn Collector's Editions, like the volumes one through five, I think. I own Kingdom Come, one of the Arkham Asylum books. And something else, and I can't remember. Oh, uh, a couple of the uh, What If books. But otherwise, like I said, I know enough about the different heroes and their powers and general storyline ideals that I can at least keep up and know what's going on. Plus, at the same time, it also helped further my knowledge because Bill and Greg know way more about comic books than I do. So, And then when it comes down to like manga and anime and that, meh, I try to keep up, but... Don't really have much of a, a life that gives me uh, any spare time to actually, you know, pay attention to stuff. So, like so I said. Is, so this is kind of a learning experience for you. You're just interested in in the conversations in general and picking up on more stuff. Pretty much. I mean, sorry. What? Oh, I'm at home and I'm trying to smoke and. While smoking and talking, it's uh, not working out for me. 
<laughs> that's the joy of a Skype call. I can actually be on the phone with you guys talking and still continue my nasty, dirty habits. Um, but no, like, like I said, you know, I know enough about like general stuff. You know what I mean? Like Dragon Ball Z, I know a shit ton from hanging out with you guys. Gundam, I know a whole bunch from hanging out with you, Bill, and playing the games and stuff like that, and, you know, watching some of it, you know, it, Bleach, I got ridiculously obsessed with at one point, where I was literally trying to watch the episodes as they were releasing in Japan the next day off of YouTube, and then realized just how ridiculous that Bleach was getting and said, screw it, I'm done, you know what I mean, like, there's all sorts of stuff that I can, you know, like I said, I can talk about them and I kind of know what it is I'm talking about. But, you know, like I said, this really is. Yeah, it's more of a learning experience because, like I said, you guys know way more than I do. So it would help catch me up on some of the fandoms. I think when it comes to this show, it, it's it's definitely going to be for a precursor anyway. Uh, me and Greg are probably going to be the two Titans in terms of anchors and knowledge on the show, because I think that in some areas Greg has me beat in comic books. I I would especially say that for things like DC. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure I have him decimated when it comes to manga. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, and when it comes to Marvel, like I said, I know a good chunk of it. In fact, you know, I'm more of a Marvel an indie type of guy when it comes down to comic books. So I'm not exactly going to be a Titan, but at least I'll, you know, be able to keep up and interject ideals and plot points and stuff where need be. So Shane, what about you? Well, um, for somebody who uh, watches all these superhero movies and TV shows that I do, I don't know jack uh, shit about uh, comics, to be fair. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you've read anything besides the couple that I've told you to read, and that I've was only quite read, recent. Uh, I've only read the main story arc of Blackest Night. I've so read like that, zero through eight. No, well, I, I apparently, uh, as we, we you told me earlier today, that I missed the zero, so I only read one through eight. Okay. Um, I oh, read you're doing the, better than uh, I am. <laughs> I I read the uh, the main arc of uh, the Civil War, and okay. I read uh, the first um, issue of the uh, new uh, Fifty Two Justice League. Well, that wasn't you bought the book, so that's like the first eight new issues. Okay, well, I bought the first arc. Uh, you read the coming together and dark side coming to the planet, right? Yes. And then later on, you were able to watch the movie and see where the differences were. Yes. And since I'm more of a watch kind of guy, not reading, I per I've always preferred to watch the, the, the movies and the TV shows. And that's where a lot of my knowledge comes from is from just watching so learning more about comics is something that this show could probably help me with uh but with manga i used to read manga i haven't read manga in a, quite a while i did buy the first uh book of the gundam origins 
so I'm going to start slowly getting back into the manga things. But when it comes to anime, which I know what this show is not going to be about, but a lot of the mangas that we're, we'll probably discuss have as an anime, I know a lot about anime. So. I think I'm going to try to alternate these episodes to where if we talk about comic books on one episode, I think the next one will jump into a manga section. That's fine, because that gives me time to read the book. All right. Well, that was just a slight introduction. So normally the way we're going to be starting every single one of these episodes is, of course, we will run the introduction. And then I have it set up to where I thought it would be interesting to do something called um, our current comic life. And the idea behind here is that each one of us, what's going on? right now, currently, in your comic book experiences. The, now, I don't mean for you to go crazy, but what's the one thing, like for you, Shane, most recently for you, you were talking about it today. Recently in your comic life, you're probably going to talk about The Flash today. So this is your chance to do it during this part of the show. All right. With you're talking about with the comics or with the TV show because... Okay, this show, just to get this out here, we are going to be talking about comic books, we're going to be talking about shows, we're going to be talking about anime, so that so we are in the superhero genre, both Western and Eastern. But... Do you just want me, do you so just right want me now, to pick... You get to pick one thing of your current comic life... And go. Well, yesterday, I've been keeping track of all the episodes of Flash. I've been watching them uh, when they come out every week. Um, and I'm enjoying the second season probably more than I was the first with the introduction of new speedsters and uh, with the introduction of... Uh, Probably one of the best villains of the show. I know the show is only on the second season, but before you go to that villain, before you cut to that villain, I want to ask because, like I said, I know that Greg has me in DC, and I think I gave you correct info, but I could be very wrong. They introduced a new Speed Stress. Can you tell him who that is? Jesse Quick. Yeah. Yesterday's episode, they they mentioned um, Jesse Quick. Now, Greg. Who was yeah. that? Because I'm um, under the impression that that was the girl from the Justice Society, and her dad had somehow discovered like the formula to the Speed Force, and then she would repeat it, and that's yeah. somehow how she accessed into the power. Yeah, it's really weird actually, because that that came about, uh, man, when I was totally all Marvel, and then uh, when I finally started getting into the Flash, yeah, they're just they just say the equation out loud, and. Uh, then they can just run fast. It's kind of stupid. It kind of makes you think that like the Flash's power can just be used by anybody as long as they just know this A plus square over five, and then they just say it out loud and boom. But I think they have to actually understand it. It's like anybody can talk bullshit about physics, but it doesn't mean you could do anything in the realm of physics. Right. And they're pretty quick yeah. too. They're, they're actually very fast, even though, I mean, I know her name is Jesse quick, but uh, I know they're just obviously not very Allen fast. 
Well, they got they got wrecked in a comic book. This is, of course, years ago when I was reading. I was on like a JSA kick, and I bought like set like. Not 700, I'm getting fucking ridiculous here. But <laughs> I actually did buy about 200 straight issues of Justice Society. Everything from Justice Society Classified, Justice Society America, JSA, like everything that I could get my hands on. And they fought Professor Zoom. And I remember one of the most ridiculous parts of it is while she can type in, tap into the speed force, she's not like the flash. She's not connected to it because she got beat when he, this is going to sound terrible, but this is really what happened during the time when they were fighting professor zoom, he threw down a bunch of marbles and she slipped on him and she was going so fast that she rolled into a brick wall and she was out of commission for like 20 something books after that. Right. Yeah, couldn't hang out. Can't handle it, enough. So that is who that girl is, Shane. Well, I when they mentioned her name, it clicked that I've heard that name before and but I don't know her origins in the comic book, but the TV show might be taking it a different route. If you haven't seen season two, I've already explained this to you a little bit, Bill, and I don't know if Greg has even watched season two yet. Oh, I am, but I'm, I'm behind by two episodes, I think. So you can go ahead and spoil it though. I don't care. But there's a, uh, there's 52, <laughs> there's 52 um, dimensional portals that opened up in central city that leads to earth Two. Earth two is where Jesse Quick is, <clears throat> who have whose father actually happens to be the um, Professor Wells, Harrison Wells of Earth two. Now, on this flash that we're seeing, and I'm I'm more posing this towards you, Greg. Do you think that this flash is supposed to be the six one six universe, or do you think the movies that are coming out are the six one six? type of universe i'm just referencing marvel roughly but you get what i'm getting at here like earth right. 2 i'm assuming has to deal with the justice society because so far we've seen jay garrick and jesse quick yeah and then her dad comes through eventually too and he's got a goofy outfit it's pretty much just a collared shirt with the sleeves ripped off but uh i was trying to think uh man i i don't know i assume it's 616 but they're taking a lot of liberties because it's a TV show, so it's really hard. To, I mean, they could they could say any planet though. They could say ones that are like so obscure that weren't in Countdown, so they could be like, oh, we're, you know, it's Earth uh, twenty three, you know, uh, where everybody's retarded. I don't know, just uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm under the impression that we're the, the Earth that um, Flash and um, everybody else resides is the Prime Earth. Well, I don't know, and and uh, I think it was a slightly, I think it's it irritates me, but it's also a brilliant move by DC that they said, hey, we're introducing the multiverse because obviously there's another kid that's playing the Flash in the Justice League movie, and then you have a guy that's playing the Flash in the TV series, and then. This allowed them to say all the cartoons, all the movies, and all the comic books exist on the same realm, but they're different universes. And I, 
it also opens up the possibility, and I don't think they'll ever do it, but it would be interesting that after the movie runs its course, a crazy crossover event where the TV Justice League could battle the movie Justice League. It's never going to happen. It's a, it's a fucking daydream, but it, it the possibility exists. And it also exists the probability that if the Flash should stop running after like five seasons, it could continue in the books. Right. Yeah. But with last night's episode, that was um, the first actual face-to-face off between uh, The Flash and Zoom. Who will be the villain of this season? Did they give any clues to who they're going to make Zoom be? Because they- Now, I've made my own... Um, I've been I've been trying to piece it together because his entire body is covered in a, in his suit and his voice. You know how Barry was using a voice um, changer. Well, he yeah. he was vibrating his vocal cords. Yeah, I'm assuming that that's what Zoom is doing because he sounds kind of monstrous. Yeah, he does. And yeah. He yeah, looks because, a little monstrous, too, from the images I've seen. Yeah, he does. yeah I was about Last to say, I'm not watching the show at all, and just based off the pictures, like, Zoom looks like he's almost from, like, a demon dimension, like like a Earth 666 or something, like, just the pictures. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something. Um, he was pretty monstrous last night. I mean, Barry had zero chance. He had zero chance of beating Zoom. Zoom beat him to the freaking ground. And embarrassed him. Which I can believe because uh, which one of the comic books is it where all the speedsters start fighting with Zoom? Wasn't that a a Infinite Earths or something? Oh, you're you're. I think I think that's happened multiple times. To be fair. Well, no, it was uh, it was the one because we were talking about it. It was the one where you guys were mentioning that like all the speedsters were and. That's what it was. It was the one where Zoom goes back and changes up the... Uh, no, you're talking Flashpoint. That only dealt yeah. with Barry and uh, the reverse Flash. But I don't. Th- I it? think it was the reverse. I don't think it was Professor Zoom. Yeah, it's reverse Flash in that one. Okay. Professor now, Zoom is wait. a completely different animal. Yeah. Now, oh, no, I know he's a different and, person, but that's, that's where I got confused because well, I could have sworn you guys were talking Zoom. What and I, I was mean, like, if the entire speed force can't take him out, there's a reason why he's a monster. But. Well, okay, but there's there's a difference. Reverse Flash actually is outside of the system. He does not tap yeah. into the speed force like the others. But I believe Professor Zoom does, but he's yeah. just on such a higher level that I think, if I'm not mistaken... He embarrasses everybody. No, it's, it's, My, uh, it's the other way around. Uh, Zoom is the one that's out of... Uh, it's literally out of time okay. or whatever. And then oh, reverse flash. That's right. He removed himself from the time stream. Yeah. And then reverse flash is powered by Barry Allen. Uh, so every time he uses a speed force, it makes a reverse speed force or whatever. So um, okay. I don't know. That's getting into it pretty so, deep. So it's kind of like in uh, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, then when you have to fight your brother, the more you level up, then the more he levels up type of deal. Right. Now, Greg, just, this just question is for you. 
because when it comes to the flash, you know, probably more than anybody because you've read the comics while I've only watched movies and TV shows. Um, do, do they ever mention in the comic who Zoom's actual identity is? Yes, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, when Bill and I were talking about, like, I was saying we should do an episode called Greatest Moments in Comics History, I want to get a tattoo or a T-shirt or something of it, but it's a pretty sweet scene. But, yeah, he's actually friends with Barry Allen. And uh, actually, I think it's Wally West. Yeah, I'm a little confused on that one, but I think it's Wally. And he uh, he gets into an accident, and then he tries to use the cosmic treadmill. So they know who he is. Well, they don't, but you get to know in the comics. It's pretty plain. They don't they don't really hide it from you. Now, holy shit, because you just dropped a bomb on me. You mean to tell me that Professor Zoom is Wally right. West? No, no, no. Zoom is uh, because they're yeah no. Zoom is a different guy named Hunter Zolomon. Okay. Like that. Oh, dude. Because I, yeah, I, I was about to I say, even I know who Wally West is. <laughs> no, but he was, Wally well, West was the Flash, is what I mean at the time. Yes. That's okay. I, yes. Okay. I knew okay. that part. Well, because the show, this is, like I said, last night's episode was the first episode that Barry came in to actual contact with Zoom. The, I, I was just trying to piece together who Zoom might be. And that name that you said, Greg. You've never even mentioned it, as far as I know. Yeah, that's why so, I don't think I don't think it's going to follow what it should be. You know, I think they're going to just now, do whatever. You know. If they do it, if they if they're just doing a new thing. Yeah. Do you remember at the end of season one what happened to Eddie Thawne, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he got sucked into the freaking dimensional portal. Yeah. I was thinking that somehow he becomes Zoom. Yeah, I kind of thought that too. I don't know how they're going to do thinking that Zoom might be because yes, he did die at the end of season 1, but once his body went into that into the into the portal, we don't know what we don't know what could have happened. Earth they show you Earth 2 in the flash show and yeah. other than other than it looking um it looks more advanced than our Earth. Right. But it also, how do I put it? It look it does look more futuristic. At the same time, I don't know how much more advanced their world is to our own. Right. And because they only show you so many scenes of Earth too. And with Zoom being this monster in Earth too, that not even Jay Garrett could could not stop. Zoom embarrassed him just like he embarrassed Barry. I mean. If you would have seen last night's episode, I, right. I I don't even know, I don't even know why. I mean, I understand why Barry tried to fight him. At the same time, everybody told him not to do it because he's no match. He's not even close to being as fast as Zoom, and that was that was there was that was evidence last night that I don't know how Barry's going to beat Zoom. Hmm. It's pretty There's, interesting. Their speed Zoom, is Zoom so much. I mean, Zoom beats his yeah. ass all the time. Like, uh, at the same time, I don't know a, a, a great deal about Zoom. I don't know if he's got other things because he picks up Barry with one arm. Like Barry weighs nothing. I don't know if he's got he. I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, they could just be taking liberties with that. I don't know. 
I don't want to run. I can guarantee you from what I've seen of the Flash show so far, they're taking liberties, especially since Flash can throw fucking lightning bolts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. You've probably already seen that episode, Greg, where he does learn how to throw lightning from his own uh, lightning yeah, that comes when he runs. Yeah. It's actually evident to how much faster Zoom is when he throws the lightning at Zoom. And Zoom jumps up, grabs it, and throws it back at Barry. Right. It was actually a really cool scene. The Speed Force <laughs> simply does not work that way. I've never in a comic seen him throw lightning bolts. Yeah. I mean, and I even, even, if you, even if you did, do you think somebody else who not even has the same power can grab it and throw it back at you? You're like, you're like what? I even made – I even – well, me and Bill, like I said, we had this conversation at work. And I'm like, well, if Barry can ride in on lightning, can't he just throw it? I try to tell him that's an incredibly complicated situation. He didn't necessarily ride in on lightning, but right. That's a whole that that's a whole friggin' episode is the return of Barry. I'm telling you, that's complicated. Like my my comic book knowledge is a joke. Like I said, anytime I talk about comic books, it's what I've learned from Greg and Bill. And I just use their knowledge to sound like I know what I'm talking about. Welcome <laughs> to the club. Let me show you around. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I don't know shit about comics because I've only read so many comics in my life. And I did read Flashpoint and watch the, watch the movie. Cause that's what I do. Right. I like to watch the stuff, but apparently reading it is something I'm going to have to do if I want to learn more about the Flash. Because I've said multiple times in other podcasts that he's my favorite of the DC heroes, and I would like to know more about him because the TV show is only going to tell you so much, and it's going to be different or wrong, like all TV shows were. I mean. Hell, Smallville wasn't even close to being right. Oh my god. That's yeah. a can of worms. Holy shit. <laughs> it was still a good show. That could almost be an episode on its own. For as much as I loved that show, th- they got almost nothing right. Yeah. Names. They got the names right. Yeah, mm. they even messed that up a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, because we were talking about that when uh, Slade showed up in uh, Arrow. That's- something and huh. it's because it's not taking it off topic because it's still superheroes but uh supergirl <laughs> is her actual name kara or kara holy shit uh kara i believe i've Cara's seen the well. show and they call her kara but i've okay. also heard her be Sarah. i don't know the, it's just like this is the tifa tifa thing again titus yeah, and titus yeah you try you 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 uh, Thanos, yeah, yeah. Thanos. It's spelled like Terra, but yeah, maybe like it, in, in Kryptonian it's freaking pronounced Kara. I don't know. But yeah, the only I, thing I could say to guarantee that would be to get on like the wiki page where somebody actually has like the the uh, pronunciation out, like the actual spelled out phonics. To actually get the name right, but meh. 
But basically, since Bill only allowed me to pick one of the superheroes shows I've been watching, I can't even get into the other ones I'm watching. Not right now, anyway. Go ahead, Look how you're up. <laughs> I was about to say with me, I think the only thing that I've done recently was a couple weeks back when I had time to kill. Or maybe this was a couple months back. I don't know. Time seems really weird now that I'm working again. But uh, it was a few months back. I ended up digging through my books because I wanted something to do. And I remembered that I had the uh, the actual Ultimates collection of uh, Ultimate Galactus. And I remember Bill saying something about Captain America being a hard ass. <laughs> and after reading that comic book, that's pretty much an understatement. Like, Captain America thinks he is the hard ass. I know. In the Ultimate like, Universe, man, Captain America will straight fuck you up. Yeah, I know. And, and like I said, that, that this is another one of those things where sitting down and talking with you guys... Like, I learned a bunch of stuff. Like, I'm not sure if it was just talking with you or if it was from one of your comic book commentaries, but you had made mention of the fact that, like, Wolverine shows up in the Ultimates universe. He was going to assassinate Professor X. He ends up meeting up with uh, Jean Grey. They end up fucking, and then, like, she beats the shit out of him. Well, in this, because it's the entire thing, this takes place afterwards, and... Professor X sends Wolverine, Jean Grey, and uh, who was it? Oh, Colossus. He ends up sending them out to, like, Russia because they're getting a signal saying that there's mutants out in Russia. Where, like, I think Chernobyl or something like that happened. I can't yes. remember completely. Yes, I know exactly what part of the comic you're talking about. Yeah, so they get sent out there, and after they figure out what it is that's going on there, they leave, and while they're leaving, like, Colossus walks off to go do whatever, and Wolvie and Jean are standing there talking, and Jean even brings it back up. She's like, you know, all you were meant to do was show up and kill the professor, and somehow I ended up letting you sleep with me, and ever since then, it's just been downhill. And yeah, I was like, they, okay, now I know exactly what's going on. All right. They never quite recover from that. If uh, if he'd kept his mouth shut, they probably would have been an item. She was attracted to his animalistic value. And mm. uh, he tells her that, like, he just he just lets it out one night after they sleep together. He's like, you know... It surprises me that my initial intention for coming here was to kill Xavier. And she's like, wait, what? And he's like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, anyways, uh, I, I came here I, to I kill the shit out of shit Xavier. Out <laughs> but what's interesting is that's, that's also the truth for the 616 Universe Wolverine. Originally, he was part of the Special Forces for Canada and uh well you know canada but the canadian something i can't it's some sort of special forces group but anyways yeah for some reason they were afraid of charles xavier because i because he's psychic i guess and they said that they were sending wolverine to kill him and if you look it up you can even find a canadian costume it looks almost exactly like the one that we know from the 90s 
but it's got like a Canadian flag, like a leaf and shit on it. Nice. And uh, he was originally sent to kill Xavier, but instead of killing Xavier, he like Xavier knew he was coming before he was even sent so on his plane ride over while he was taking a nap xavier just reached into his mind took all of that information away and gave him a whole new mindset and the first comic the giant issue comic for the Mm -hmm. x-men where you see that you see that he meets wolverine none of that actually happened none of it Xavier implanted their meeting where he goes over and he tells them, I got a better gig for you. And he leaves Canada to join Xavier. That's not how that happened. He actually came over here to kill Xavier. And Xavier was like, no, remember we met and we're best friends. And he's like, oh, fuck, that's right. I'm going to help you out. Nice. But, uh, yeah, no, like the comic itself, uh, what else? Um, because while they're being sent in from uh, the X-Men, the Avengers send in Captain America and two other people, and I can't think of who it was right now. All I can remember is they end up uh, coming across a guy who literally he's like the only person left who's, quote, sane. And I really do put that in quotes because essentially what they were trying to do in Russia was like take a bunch of like kids if i remember correctly and purposely turn them into like mutated experiments to try to create their own super soldier yep and he like this dude is literally the only one left like he even has like uh his own version of the captain america shield he's all fucked up he looks like captain america but he's re he's wearing red and he's Uh yeah i i know what you're talking about he's he's the closest thing they can come to to recreating the 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 formula. Uh-huh. But he's and like, crazy and he's wearing people's skin. Yep, that's actually what I was about to say. His suit and like the shield he made is made out of like the skins of the different people who didn't really make it. Yep. Which is that's about the time because uh, once the Avengers and the X-Men end up meeting up in this place, they start wanting to throw down. And all of a sudden this dude kind of creeps out the shadows and he's like, you, Captain America, damn American scum, I must destroy you type of thing. And they start throwing down and like this dude is keeping up with Cappy to a point where it gets like damn near ridiculous. But then at the same time, while they're running that portion of it, they're also running where uh, Captain Marvel shows up. <clears throat> and he's actually kind of beast looking in this. Like he's he still has like the green from being Cree, but he's got like a silver suit to him type of thing. And they he literally he gets captured by uh, uh, Ms. Marvel, if I remember correctly. Only she's not Ms. Marvel at the time. This is before they actually turned her into Ms. Marvel. But uh, he gets captured by her while they're holding, like, a summit trying to shoot a uh, rocket up into space for, like, exploration because the Scroll and the Kree have both already tried to invade Earth. And Marvel ends up coming out and, like, trying to stop everything. Well, he ends up getting hurt real bad and gets captured. And next thing you know, it's like, 
Ms. Marvel, him, Nick Fury, and I want to say Black Widow, but I'm probably wrong, but they're all sitting in an interrogation room, like, talking it out, and he's like, yeah, I'm Cree, but uh, I like it on this little, you know, blue-green ball. I'd rather help you guys than deal with their crap. All they want to do is show up and take all your resources. I love the fact that there's cell phones and internet and cheeseburgers and you know, all sorts of stuff I can get my hands on. Well, if you liked that, I'm telling you, if if you're interested in experimenting with the Ultimate Universe, you need to read Ultimate War because they tell you that Magneto's dead. That's a lie. The X-Men are yeah. hiding Magneto, and when it comes when it comes to light that he's still alive, not only will America be pissed, but Magneto is pissed that because his memory was erased to try to make him more docile. And when he figures uh-huh. out that he's been played for a fool, he destroys the uh, connecting bridge in New York. Yeah, the one that connects the islands. Well, yeah, the uh, the Brooklyn Bridge or yes, whatever. Yeah, he'll destroy that bridge and kill hundreds of people, and. It ignites a fight between the X Men and the Ultimates, which is the Avengers of their universe. Yeah, and uh, you will see Captain America lead the Avengers against the X Men, and it's it's pretty sick. Oh yeah, I know because you were talking about it. Like after reading this, I kind of want to go and find more of it because you know they were, they uh, ended up showing off uh, the Ultimate uh, Fantastic Four. And quite literally, all they are is like a bunch of kids, almost like how it was in the new movie, only not as retarded. I like from them. what I hear. I like them a <laughs> lot compared to what I oh, yeah. compared to what I've seen in the six one six. Yeah, I was about to say, fucking, uh, what is it? It's uh, they take a Quinjet over, meet up with the Avengers. The first person they see is Thor, and literally Johnny and the Thing are so excited to meet Thor. Because Thor says that they're all going to go out and get some beer. Because warriors of valor, where I come from, we get to sit down and enjoy us some beer. And they're like, shit, Thor's going to take us out for a beer. You hear that? Fucking Sue and Reed are just sitting there like, ugh, we don't care. We have a world to save. So what's up, Greg? Man, I was just trying to uh, keep up with everything new coming out. <clears throat> you know, DC New 52 is, it was 52 new titles, so that's 399 times 52, so I don't know about that. But, um, <laughs> no, it wasn't quite 52, but you know what I mean. It's like eight yeah. Batmans and four Superman. Uh, anyway, anyway, so uh, just trying to keep up with the ones I like, so I'm keeping up with The Flash, but I don't like the comics for The Flash at all right now. And uh, I just we recently went to a comic book shop and tried to find some old stuff I was missing uh, and bought like 50 comics just the other day. So I got to sort through those. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, just going through my comics, though, sorting them out and reliving the good old stories every time I see a cover stuff I forget all the time. Right. Yeah, it's pretty much it for me. Well, you know. Well, for me, my current comic life is uh holy shit for everything i dogged for everything i said i've got to tell you guys gotham 
Gotham, okay? Like, it's interesting because what they basically do in Gotham is they show you that Batman is one of the most well-written characters in the DC Universe, and they do this by removing him. Everything else is taking place, but what they did was they took they took Batman out. So Batman is not there, but everybody else is. And it shows you just how well-written everything was because it leaves it up to the side characters to run the entire story, and they're doing it. Most recently, the thing I seen in the last episode blew me away. And I mean, it, it blew me away. Like, the Riddler, he started off as a as a uh, an investigator type person on cases and he was doing forensic work and uh not anymore dude he lost his fucking mind he's been he's been interested in this girl well she gets this cop boyfriend and the cop boyfriend's a piece of garbage and the cop boyfriend punches her in the eye so he goes to confront this dude right well he goes out and he gets out of his car and he's like, excuse me. And this is right before the dude walked into uh, to her house and he turns around. Miss Kringle is her name. But anyways, he walks over and he's like, hey, Riddler, dude, because they make fun of him by telling him, oh, you're the you're the fucking riddle guy. And uh, he says, listen, he says, uh, I don't think it's right for you to hit miss kringle and he's like excuse me and he's like just i'm telling you lay off of her i think you should go and so this dude grabs him and brings his fist back and like goes to punch nigma in the face so without thinking about it nigma stabs him and stabs him over and like the first stab you can see that he kind of surprised by it and then he pulls his hand back and he does it again and again and again he stabs him like 20-something times. And then he takes the dude's body back to the precinct <laughs> and checks him in as evidence and then destroys the body in the sinks at the precinct by dumping sulfuric acid all over the body. So he washes he washes a cop down a drain in the police station. So then he's not done breaking down. He then writes a letter posing as this dude to Miss Kringle. And then she gets kind of wrapped up and she's like, I don't know what his problem is. He just left me. He just left me. And he's like, well, this and this and blah, blah, blah. And he talks to her for the next couple of days and he gets with her. Well, <laughs> he then builds a relationship with her, and he's like, I love you, Miss Kringle. And she starts telling him that she's scared because she knows that if this dude ever comes back, he'll hurt Nigma because he's a monster, and Nigma doesn't understand. He's dangerous. And Nigma's like, he's never coming back. And she says, why are you so sure of that? And he's like, because I washed him down the drain in the precinct. <laughs> <And> she's <laughs> like, what? 
And he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, I, I took care of him for you. And then she freaks out and she fucking slaps him in the face and shit. And she tries to run away from him. So he freaks out and he grabs her by the neck and pushes her against the wall and covers her mouth and starts explaining himself to her. But while he's doing it, she's dying. So after he explains this 15 minute reasoning as to why he had to do what he did, she's dead. And when he takes his hand away, she falls on the ground and he's like, Oh shit. I (laughs) didn't mean to kill her too. So then he has this fucking psychotic breakdown and he fucking loses consciousness. And when he wakes back up, she's gone. And there's another him in the room talking to him. So there's now two of him. And this other one says, oh, well, I hit her body for you. And he's like, where? And he says, check the pillow. And the dude looks at the pillow. Nigma looks at the pillow. And there's a fucking riddle on the pillow. And so he goes to the police station to solve this riddle to find the body of the girl he just killed. And... There are pieces of her hidden throughout the precinct. Nice. So, like, one of them is said. One of them says, uh, says, uh, five rows back. Says, find her initials and go five rows back. Well, her initials were KK. So he goes into the vending machine, and he keeps hitting the KK, getting getting fucking these snack cakes until her hand comes up in the huh. in the machine and then he gets her hand and after a while he's put he's put her together and he finds her he finds the rest of her in the uh, in the morgue at the police station and he takes her and he chops her into pieces and he puts her in this uh like a uh, case and then he takes her to the woods and he digs this hole and he puts her he puts he put you know he puts her in the case and he drops her in the hole and at this at that exact moment he sits down to eat like he's messed up dude so he pours himself a glass and he pours her a glass and then he gets his nice sandwich and everything and he says you know i didn't mean for this to happen but i figure we'll at least share a meal together and he stands up and he's got her glass and he starts saying a riddle right before he pours the glass into uh into the trunk and this hunter comes up and he says he says what is that some kind of riddle and enigma turns around and looks at him and he's like huh and he says and enigma says what are you doing out here and he's like oh he's like i like it out here hunting he says people don't come out here you're the first guy i've seen in weeks and then he looks in the hole and he says, what the hell is that? And he, was, he kind of bends over to look at the trunk. And Nigma says, it looks like you're going to have company. And before this dude could turn around, Nigma hits him with this shovel. And he hits him so hard that the metal part of the shovel breaks off and kills Ooh. this dude. So the dude falls <laughs> in the hole. But then Nigma figures out that he didn't dig the hole big enough. So he can't get the guy in the hole with her. So he's going to have to cut, he's going to have to chop this dude up. So he's like, ah, fuck. He says, well, don't go anywhere. And he leaves. And he goes and he gets all of his tools from the car. 
and he comes back. When he comes back, he takes the dude's leg, and he's about to start sawing the guy's legs off. When he looks over, and, dude, this, this part blew me away. His sandwich is missing. Somebody came through the woods, noticed two dead bodies, and a sandwich and drink, took the sandwich and drink, and left. Hmm. <laughs> Ate Nigma's lunch. So the Nigma was like, son of a bitch. He says, well, <laughs> it's going to get real crowded in there. And he takes his saw and he goes into the woods to go find who ate his sandwich. What the fuck? Dude, I know, what is going on in that TV show? Dude, Nigma, that's just Nigma. Like, there's a lot of other guys going through a lot of other shit, but him, he has completely fucking lost it. He's blowing my mind with how awesome he is. Yeah, I was about to say, that almost makes me want to start watching the damn show. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, 100% worth it. <laughs> yeah, especially seeing as how I could probably catch up on uh, on demand. I put the show off for an entire season. I did not yep. start watching the show until it was five episodes into season two. And then, <clears> like, I watched the first three episodes, and I was like, these are okay. By the time I got to episode five... I was like, oh, I see. That's why everybody's watching it. Right. Not everybody. Shane yeah, still refuses to, to even give it a try. Yeah, I have to the wait. The only reason I haven't watched it, well, yeah, I was about to say, the only reason I haven't watched it is because living at my father's house, there's me, him, and my stepmom, and my stepmom pretty much has like 16 shows recording almost every single night. Right. So there's barely any time for me to actually record anything on the DVR. But like I said, having the on-demand, technically all I really got to do is go in there and hope that the episode has already been thrown up. Well, to be fair, Bill, if I can give the other show that I dogged for the, all this time a chance, I can give Gotham a chance. What was that? What was that? <clears throat> Doctor, Doctor Who? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. For Doctor Who's pretty awesome. Well, I'm on season. I'm on season three, so I've I've given it more of a chance than I ever have. Jesus, yeah. you said you were just starting to watch it. You're three seasons in. The seasons that's, are not. That's way more than a thing. chance. <laughs> that's like if I was to say, if I was to say, I figured I'd give Smallville a chance, so I took out the first four seasons. <laughs> well, yeah. By that point, me, that's, that's not a chance. Told me that the first Doctor of the re of the of the newer Doctor Who is the worst Doctor of them all. So you to yes. really give it a chance, you have to watch pretty much after it to the David Tennant uh, era of Doctor Who. But yeah. since I didn't want to be used and lost, I decided to watch the first season all the way through. So I know, you know, why does the doctor continuously come back? And yes, he wasn't the greatest doctor, but I had, but everybody told me he was the worst one. So I had to get through that to real, for the show to really be good. 
And actually, now that I'm past that, I'd have to say that it's not a terrible show. I even told Scott this. I don't think hmm. it's better than Star Trek. I still think Star Trek's better, in my opinion. But it's not as bad as I as I get. I I was bashing. I I was bashing on it because of the first few episodes I watched weren't really all that great. Yeah, I told well, them the so, four I got out of context were terrible. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, Gotham. Uh, I did. I didn't. I didn't tell you a single thing about the penguin. Holy shit, dude. He is outrageous. One of the coolest, one of the funniest and coolest parts of the Penguin is he gets caught double-crossing this guy, right? And to make an example of him, they take him to this, uh, to this junkyard. They put him in a car, and they put him in a crushing machine. Now, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this blew my mind. They put him in the machine, they tell him it's dead time, and they close the doors and they lock him up and everything, and then they start the machine. Well, the guys go over to watch the penguin get crushed to death. The penguin takes out his cell phone and calls the guy having him crushed to death. (laughs) So the guy watching the penguin, his phone goes off. And he looks down at it, and he picks it out of his pocket, and then he notices it's the penguin calling. And he's like, are are you fucking kidding me? He even looks right at the penguin and kind of shakes his head like, are you serious? So he hits the button, and he's like, what? And he's like, I could be useful to you. You don't understand. And he's like, look, man, just die with dignity. And he hangs up. So then penguin calls the number on on the billboard for the for the the company of the junkyard he's in and (laughs) it just so happens that the guy running the crane that's breaking you know that's put crushing the car is the dude that owns the company so his cell phone rings and he picks it up and he's like hello and he's like listen i'm the guy in the car you're about to crush to death and he's like oh well that's awkward (laughs) 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 and so he says I am employed by Falcone. He's like, do you understand what that means? He says, that means that if you kill me, Falcone is going to come down here and he's going to kill you and your mom and your dad and your kids. (laughs) And this guy's like, oh, well, well, so-and-so said, and he's like, no, not so-and-so. I work directly for Falcone. Turn the damn machine off. So he turns it off. So he actually got out of it, and it's so insane how he connivingly finds his way out of death shots over and over and over during the course of Gotham. Like, it blows your mind. And I'm going to tell you something. Fish Mooney, option three. That's all I'm going to tell you, because I'd ruin it. Option three is the most hardcore option you can ever take. And it was not given to her. She was given two options. And she said, you forgot about option three. That'll change your view on on Gotham forever. That one scene, you'll be like, holy shit. Hmm. Tell you, crazy show. I, I probably still won't ever get to see it. 
I'll eventually give it a, another try. So yeah, guys, I definitely have to. After our after our talk, whenever we do this show, and today we did have the so why this show, so that took up some of our time. But normally this show will probably run us about an hour, and we'll always do our current comic life, and then we'll go to our topic. And our topic today is actually it's somewhat of a simple one, but I wanted to go ahead and do this because I figured it'd be a nice introduction topic for us. Today's topic is not who would win, but who do you prefer, Avengers or Justice League? Mm. You know, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, oh my god, uh, alright, I'll do Justice League. Yeah. Anyway, hold on, who's on the Avengers? Your pick. Too many damn people. <laughs> your pick yeah, best can... roster best roster for you so you're comparing the best roster in your opinion of the avengers to the best roster in your opinion to the justice league hmm yeah still gonna go justice league <laughs> it's uh too op man that's where i'm gonna have to disagree with you now that he said any member like, just build a team. Technically, I'm going to have to go Avengers because, hell, there's almost nobody who almost hasn't been an Avenger. Like, there's quite a few people that haven't. But at the same time, there's so many people that have. Like, Cable's an Avenger now. Deadpool's been an Avenger. You got Wolvie, who's been an Avenger. You have the Hulk, who's an Avenger. Iron Man with his 3,000 suits to take down anybody and everybody because he's pretty much the Batman of the Marvel Universe type of thing. Like, just, uh, uh, there's so many people. Like, yes, Marvel tries to put it more yeah, towards... You get Beast and you get, um, you know, shit. I'm trying to think of the weakest people that have been on it. You get Wasp. You get motherfucking, uh, I don't know, you can get Giant Man. He's kind of... Never does anything cool. Yeah, but even then, then if you go that route, like, even the Justice League has had weak-ass people. Yeah. Oh, easily. Easily. You want to talk weak-ass people, the question? I like it, but come on, let's get real. Justice League? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Every team has that person where you kind of question why they're there and then they do like one or two things and it's like, oh, okay, that's that's why they're there. Like, yeah. you know, kind of like with uh, Hank Pym. He's gone through so many different costumes and technically the greatest things that he does is when he's not in a costume. Like just being the scientist of Hank Pym. You know what I mean? Kind of like how Reed Richards is. Like, yes, he can throw down if need be and use his powers, but Technically, he does way better stuff just being a scientist than actually being a, quote, crime fighter. Yep, it's true. You know, then at the same time, there's also crazy people that have been on it, like, you know, Elektra and Daredevil as well, where technically, yes, you can shoot them and they will die, but uh, good fucking luck. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's craziness to it. Especially depending upon which universe you're talking as well. 
Because yeah, if yeah. I remember correctly, at one point in time, Magneto was even an Avenger, I think. Where are you at, Shane? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Uh, well, they both, have, they, you know, either one has, they're really powerful people and they're really, it's like you guys are saying, why are you even here, people? Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I think I'm going to have to side with Greg in Justice League. That's right. The winning team. <laughs> I love Marvel. I do like I do like Marvel. I like a lot of the people in the Avengers. There's, yeah, a, there's a few that there's a few that I don't like. Like, why is Falcon there? <laughs> so that way, then he could become the new Captain America. I'm sorry. Like I told you guys, my comic book knowledge is weak. So when it comes to movies and stuff, Falcon is a man with mechanical wings. Get the fuck out. Right. <laughs> That's just like having no, black fight against like uh some I'm, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't believe he's Avenger material. That's okay. my opinion. But <laughs> but like I said, like I said the Justice League also has people like Bill mentioned the question. No, go away. Man, I don't <laughs> we, know, man. I think I think you guys are underestimating the question. I I mean he's he's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, at the same time his powers are like I don't know. They're weird. I mean, I agree. It's kind of that's a weird thing. Uh, so, but I hope somebody listens to this podcast and goes nuts about question because I know there's people that think he's <laughs> super awesome, and I'm just hoping somebody well, comes on here. And, Who the hell is talking shit about? No. Well, I don't. I don't mean to talk shit about the question. I do like him as a standalone character, but when you uh-huh. put him in league with like when when the question would. I mean, really, you take the question, you put him on a battlefield with Superman, Hawkman, The Flash, Wonder Woman, and Green Lantern. Who out of this group has crowd control? Right. Like, question. <laughs> uh, Technically, everybody help but these question. People, help these people walk to the ambulance. We'll take care of everything else. I, I mean, can only help one at a time. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be an ass because I. I think that the question as a standalone character is brilliant, but the Justice League. What the fuck is he doing there? Yeah, it kind of doesn't make sense. Is he on it right now? Like the current one? I think the female one is. I think he's um, dead. I'm what? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that chick. That begs the question now. What about you, Bill? I was thinking about this when I came up with the topic, and I think I have to go Justice League. But here's That's why. Right. Here's why. Damn, all alone. There, there is and a reason. I'm worried about it. And it's it's got <laughs> nothing to do with team wise, but I think that the Justice League has had stronger books. Like, okay, in the Marvel universe, I actually think that the X Men have had better and more important tasks in that universe than the Avengers have. Like, they're like, oh, but the Avengers have fought Thanos, and the Avengers did this, and the Avengers did that. And I'm like, okay, well, the Avengers fought Loki, but you want to tell me the X-Men couldn't? I got some comics they where probably, they crossed. They probably could. And, I, and yeah. the X-Men have crossed 
crossed paths and battled with the Avengers on multiple times, like the two Titan teams of that universe, I think are X-Men and Avengers. And because, because I lean towards X-Men when it comes to those two teams, I kind of go to justice league because when I look at the Avengers, I don't read Captain America comics. I don't read Iron Man comics. I don't read Hulk comics. I don't read Black Black Widow comics. I don't read Hawkeye comics. Uh, what? You're missing out. Hawkeye has some of the best comics. I don't read Falcon comics. <laughs> I don't read... Like, I mean, damn. I read, like, Wolverine comics. Right. Yeah. I don't read Thor comics. Like, Bill, Bill is just a, Bill is just a hater when well, it comes no, to not reading him. No, no, no point. No, because what I would say is like, uh, there's a difference to me. Like, if I read the Hulk comic, he's gonna win every fight, right? We know the Hulk's strong; he's gonna win. And then some people would say, well, that's contradictory because I read Superman comics, and I know that in most of the cases he's gonna win. But it's the way they write the characters. It's just like uh, Superman still has struggles, and he's like human and. He doesn't do like, oh, that I'm invincible guy, yada yada. I mean, he does when he beats somebody down, but I don't know. There's like a maybe because he even looks human, it's more realistic, kind of. I guess I, I don't really know what it is, but Thor's the same way. He always ends up winning. Hell, he killed Sentry once, and Sentry's invincible. So I don't yeah. really know, you know, what uh, what challenge there is if you just read a Thor comic where he's stronger because it's his own comic anyway. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say. Plus, at the same time, you got to stop to think that, as I said before, I'm more Marvel than I am DC. So when it comes right down to it, <clears throat> excuse me, I know way more about the different Marvel personalities, like what their powers are, what they can do. Whereas when it comes to DC, of course, I know the Trinity. Everybody has to. But like Green Lantern, I know. Green Arrow, I know a bit. Flash, I know a bit. You know what I mean? Like, there's people that's on the Justice League where, yes, I know what they can do and that type of stuff. But at the same time, it, it also feels more like when it comes down to Marvel, they actually, like the Avengers especially, they're always bickering and arguing and, like, fighting amongst themselves. Whereas at least with the Justice League, there's not so much of, like, Hey, fuck you. I don't like what you're thinking and I don't like what you're saying. It's just there's a problem. Take care of it. So I know where you guys are coming from with that. Well, that's but. that's not necessarily true either, because the the Justice League has had problems with members like uh, for one, the Justice League. And, and you won't get to see this when you watch shows. It's just the way it is. But if you read the books, you'll come to find out that one of the most disagreeable people on the league is Arthur fucking Aquaman is helpful to nobody. It's, it's yeah. like, it's always on his fucking <laughs> terms. It's always on his terms. And Batman, Batman's like, that's yeah, cause I, he needs a swimming pool to do anything. <laughs> Batman is like, changed over the years. Batman says, Batman says that he's part of the league, but he's only there when he wants to be. Yeah. And then he doesn't agree all the time with the way Superman decides things. 
because Superman is very much he's idealistic. Superman seems to believe that everybody everywhere at any time can be a good person. And Batman is like, you need to punch that guy in the face. Well, to be fair, Bat. We all know what Batman can do, but also, are you really going yeah, to destroy also, everybody also, you in don't the know, world? You don't know about this one, though, Shane. This this is this goes way beyond. They never did this. In fact, they planned on it in Justice League, and the the census was you can't do that because it'll screw up our show, and you'll have to make two shows. Batman left the Justice League because he was so he was in such a major disagreement that he formed another team where yeah. it was specifically designed in his mind anyway to police the Justice League. When was this? I think I remember something about that. Yeah, he went on and formed the Outsiders. Yep. Yeah. And the sole purpose behind the Outsiders was for him to carry out the missions that he thought were important, and when he thought the Justice League was stepping out of line, he would come in and be like, the outsiders say no. Well, does that does that have anything to do, even like just like a little bit to do with that uh, movie where Batman had contingency plans for every Justice League member? No, that's completely different. That's that's Batman being yeah. a dick inside of the league by himself. Yeah, he, <laughs> Batman purposely that went out of his way because, yeah, well, but Batman went purposely went out of his way to do that just for a simple standpoint of he thought, what if they were to just decide to go rogue one day? Like that was right. the whole purpose of it was I need to be able to stop these guys just in case something happens. And then right. something well, happened, but uh, it wasn't the way he had planned it. Right. I didn't see. I never knew that he uh, formed a new team that police. How do you police Superman? You don't. Yeah, but Batman's, you don't. Batman's egotism is so great that the outsiders they mask it a bit, but the outsiders was was specifically created because Batman seen that there were situations that he wanted handled that the Justice League wouldn't touch. And he said, fine then, fuck you guys. I'm going to make my own Justice League with Blackjack and hookers. In fact, forget the Justice League yeah. and the Blackjack. <laughs> so he went <laughs> off and did his well, own thing. And then that... when the Justice League stepped out of line, or at least when Batman thought they stepped out of line, he would step in with his league and be like, you can't fucking do that. And then if yeah, I was Superman, I'd be like, what are you going to do? Right. Uh, it's break. Superman. Freeze breath in, laser beam him to death from a thousand yards away. Nope. No, I'm going to drop some of that Lex Luthor kryptonite on that ass. <laughs> right there. That's my thing, though, is that Batman knows all about Superman. So, yes, Batman probably has a fucking vault full of kryptonite. But... Still, even with the kryptonite, it's still going to be hard because Batman doesn't kill. And I'm assuming that his league doesn't kill because Batman doesn't kill. So it's not like yeah. they're going to kill Superman. So you know what? Basically, I don't know if Batman's team is about killing. I don't know. 
Well, I, I only I only assume because since Batman's leading the, that league, that you would assume that they wouldn't be killing because Batman says killing is bad and you don't mess with Batman. At the beginning, right. at the beginning, but the Outsiders have evolved quite a bit since Batman started them. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I was going to say, neat little tidbit, is that Superman actually has a kryptonite ring in his belt that's uh, lead-lined in a pocket or whatever, kind of like how Batman has in his belt, so that if he ever gets out of line, Batman can take it out of Clark's belt while he's, like, choking the life out of him and stuff like that. And then, uh, You know that little to... spot in the middle of the belt that looks really goofy? Because yeah. he's wearing a belt, and he's got nothing on the belt except for a buckle. That's not a buckle. Yeah, right. It's not a buckle. It's a, little, it's a little compartment for the kryptonite ring. Yes. Yeah. Obviously with the lead, because... That would be terrible if it wasn't led around it because Superman would be kind of useless. Yeah, yeah. And dying. Well, I don't, I don't honestly believe that kryptonite kills Superman because we've seen kryptonite being used on him a bunch of times and he doesn't seem to die. Well, that's because yeah, I think it, I remember, it's never held yeah, on I, him long enough to kill him. Yeah, if I remember correctly, technically red kryptonite can kill him, but usually something or somebody comes along and saves his ass before he dies. Kryptonite, now, that, see, that it, could be its own episode it for to, us to I'm tell you what say, kryptonite man. really is. Yeah, yeah because just, there's too many color kryptonites, and Smallville got it wrong. Yes. You know what, but Smallville, got Smallville, Smallville never introduced pink kryptonite. I swear yeah. to God, I thought they did. It makes Superman gay. Oh. Never mind, they didn't introduce that. <laughs> you like? But no, they there introduced, wasn't. They introduced silver, green, blue, red, and they got the blue. Wait, they got the. I think they got the blue one wrong. The I comic, believe the only one they got was green. The comic book that introduces pink kryptonite is hysterical because they weren't allowed. <laughs> they weren't allowed to say flat out what it was doing. But Superman ended up with this pink kryptonite, and uh, he started spending an awful lot of time, like, sitting on Jimmy's desk and talking with Jimmy and, like, being like, we should go on a fly, Jimmy. And, like, Lois Lane is like, what is Superman doing? He seems awfully interested in Jimmy. And that was as much as they were allowed to get away with, but it was very obvious that Superman was gay because of pink kryptonite. <laughs> There's too many. Is there like a color of kryptonite for every color of the rainbow? Yeah, there's one. It's one for like every emotion kind of thing. So like, uh, but no, there's more than that. I think too. But like, I don't Bill know. Says that could that could be an entire episode trying to figure out which each kryptonite is actually supposed to do. Because the one I, the only one I really know what it's supposed to do is green. That's the that can that weakens them. And apparently, if you keep it on them long enough, it'll kill them. Blue, I think, removes his powers, but does no actual damage. See, yeah, I kind of want to say that because um, that, it's opposite for Bizarro, but blue is his kryptonite or whatever. So I was told that blue kryptonite doubles his strength. No, no, I, I think no. I think blue just There's, removes it because I think blue like, kills Bizarro. I have an old comic that uh, it's one, it's the one where they introduced all the <clears throat> all the colors of the. Kryptonite, I'll have to go read it if we ever to do be fair, To be fair, eventually Superman gets over that because you said they dropped a, a K-bomb on him and he was like, whatever. 
Yeah, he builds up immunity every time they use it on him because they have a whole science behind it. They say that when you – so, like, sunlight is absorbed by his cells, and then when you show him kryptonite, his cells absorb the kryptonite over the sun, the sunlight. And so, it like, it's like an infection. But then every time he fights off the infection, he becomes more immune to it. So that's why – eventually. eventually yeah, because even Superboy Prime becomes uh, Superboy Prime becomes Superman Prime, and magic doesn't even work on him. Not even from Mixoplick or uh, uh, Zatanna. And they're the two and like Superman Prime is the one from Kingdom Come, which you're reading right now, right, Bill? Um, no. no. Okay, that gets that gets really complicated. Superboy yeah. Prime will grow into Superman Prime, but. Technically speaking, the very first Superman that you ever see is what a lot of people reference as the Prime Universe, because that's the guy that ran with the car and started the books. He's the right. Superman in Kingdom Come. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I have and that he... book, and I actually read that one. That Oh, my God, Kingdom Come is goddamn ridiculous. See? Yeah. See, Shane? I, I never understood the reason why it is that, like, because back when we used to play Hero Clicks, almost every single tournament, anybody who was Kingdom Come was outlawed. And I never right. knew why until after reading the book. And I was like, oh, these motherfuckers are OP as shit. <laughs> yeah. Literally, oh, yeah. if every single universe were to meet up, even Prime, Kingdom Come universe would like destroy the shit out of like its own past universe. Like, that's how ridiculous they are. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, so what What do we decide on then? So like, uh, are we going to keep arguing whether DC is better than Marvel or like... No, no, just, no, no, I mean, no, 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 no. That wasn't what this was no. about. My, my big <laughs> thing here was really just to say, just uh, what do you prefer? And I, I thought it would be an interesting experiment. I was actually very interested to hear that Shane picked the justice league and the reason why is because shane's knowledge his his junction for how he knows all this stuff is movies and shows and i figured that because of that with the movies running the way they are that marvel has a much more powerful movie presence i thought that he would kind of fall into the avengers category well to be fair when you when you talk about that Yes, the MCU, I actually enjoyed a lot. I think all the movies in the MCU are really good. Yeah, especially but, Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually, now that I think about it, is it possible for me to go back and change my answer to uh, Justice League now that we uh, brought up the Kingdom Come universe? Think about it, Because I completely forgotten about that. Which Hulk? He fights mutant poodle. Fuck that movie. God, <laughs> so bad. But you enjoy all of them. No, no, that's not in the MCU. (laughs) Actually, it is. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. They introduce you to the woman that is is the uh, the Wasp. Yep. She was introduced in that Hulk movie and then used for the new Ant-Man movie. Same character, but, not the same actress, but the same character. The yep. Edward Norton Hulk is part of the MCU. I didn't think the freaking Eric Bana one was. I thought that was just it's, a standalone. It's ever oh, so it, slightly retconned now because of the new actor, yeah. but the first and second movies did happen. 
because yeah, right. the woman well, from the woman from that movie, the character is the one that becomes the wasp in the new Ant-Man movie. Well, uh -oh. the reason why I chose the DC and the Justice League is because, yes, the MCU is. Uh, the just to jump in here, I think I might be losing you guys. You have. Your, well, uh, actually, when you look at actually, we are coming up on movies. I've seen the Justice League animated movies. I've seen the Justice League series. I've seen a lot of the DC movies that were just the standalone Justice League members. And while while Marvel rules the live action movies, DC rules the animated movies. And there's a lot more animated movies than there are live action movies for Marvel. So while while we don't have a, a live action live action Justice League movie yet anyway, I picked the Justice League because, like I've said before, my favorite character, superhero character, in the DC universe is the Flash. But it could be that he's my favorite superhero, or one of them, because yes, he's in the top like three of my favorite superhero superhero characters. And he could very well be number one, though Spider-Man is really fighting, like, is real close second. Like, I really do like Spider-Man. But I prefer, it, it's tough because I prefer, because well, there are DC live-action movies, but I prefer the Marvel ones over the DC ones. But when it comes to the animated stuff, I prefer the DC uh, Universe's movies because the animated Marvel movies are really all not that great. I've seen some of them, and I wasn't that impressed. In fact, I watched that Iron Man one, and I think I fell asleep. I think you did, because I think that was back when we were still doing, like, the early podcast stuff, like where we were literally sitting at two-hour-long uh, record sessions, and we sat down and ended up watching it, and I think you did pass out. Like now, Wolverine versus Hulk, and Hulk versus Thor. I the Hulk versus Thor was all right, but I, I much preferred the Wolverine versus Hulk. That was actually really good. But yeah, I was about to say those I haven't seen. Like I, I still Marvel, haven't seen the versus or Planet Hulk. I didn't like Planet Hulk to be fair, and there's a this is it just it, it, it it's a real difficult choice for me because. What, 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 which universe do I know more about, DC or Marvel? Well, it really all depends. As you know, yeah. my live-action television shows I'm watching, technically, there's only two TV shows that I've... I'm, well, one is I'm waiting for season two, which is Daredevil, and I'm watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is... I'm, I'm enjoying the shit out of that. And then they're introducing the Jessica Jones series later this month, which I will watch. But... The DC universe has, you know, Arrow, Flash, uh, Supergirl. It had Smallville for 10 freaking years. So when it comes to the live action television, I'm more, I'm watching more of the DC stuff because Marvel doesn't have all that many live action things out. So it was a tough choice to choose from because I would have picked Marvel, but 
got to be a slightly biased when it comes to my favorite character being a DC character. And, and because I, I mean, yes, I don't know everything about the flash. There's still things that I'm ignorant on. I'm just basing it off everything that I've seen so far. And I, so I chose the justice league over the Avengers, but though the Avenger, it didn't beat out the Avengers by that much. It was really close for me anyway. Hmm. So, so okay. we are running out of time here because I don't I don't have forever tonight. But yeah, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, before we go, some ideas maybe. Like, what are some topics you guys want to talk about on the show? What are you looking forward to talking about? One of the things well, I'm looking forward to is actually reviewing the Gundam Origin manga. I want to talk about it a book at a time and tell you guys what that is, because that is a friggin' masterpiece. I'm telling you guys, it is one of the greatest mangas I have ever sat down to read in my life. Yeah, no, you handed me the book for a little bit uh, the last time we got together uh, to record, and I thumbed through it, and oh yeah, just even thumbing through it, just kind of looking at some stuff, and like it definitely looks I hardcore just, as shit. This, just this past weekend, I, I purchased the first book because when it comes to the mobile suit Gundam, my knowledge only comes from the anime, which I've seen all of. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, so when it comes it? down to Gundam, like I said, most of mine is from the anime and uh, playing the games. So. so what topic are you hoping to cover, Shane? Well, I would like to... I, I would like to talk more about the television series that I'm watching, like, because Flash is still only in its second season, and it's not even halfway through the second season, you can only talk so much, but while, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Arrow are in their third and fourth season, you can talk much more about them. Uh, I, I can't, we could, sadly. I, we, we could talk about Daredevil. Since I know you and me both have seen the entire first season of Daredevil. That right and, there is my favorite thing Marvel's done live well, action. While like I did like while I yeah. did like Daredevil series, I really did. I enjoyed every episode I watched. You're you believe it it's one of the best tele, uh, superhero television shows they've ever came up with. Marvel while wise I, Marvel it is. Anything. No, I Marvel Marvel wise, it is the best. And for me, because now that I've seen, you know, Agents of Shield and Daredevil, I believe they're both really freaking good. And but because I've been because there's more of Shield than there is Daredevil, I'm more toward lean towards the fact that I believe Marvel wise, I think Shield is better than Daredevil. I can't say that I, I, because even if a show only went one season, if the season was strong, like if they would have done Star Trek, the original series, just season one and two, it still would have been an incredibly strong television series. Season three actually pulls it, pulls its rating down 
because there's too much and they didn't have the money to even do a third season, so they just did a bunch of shit episodes. Well, you also said that this show we could talk about anime, right? Yes, we will be covering we'll be covering animes, mangas, comics, shows, cartoons. Okay, I would like to talk about some of the animes that I've watched. Um, and then <laughs> You're not giving yeah. me a topic. Give me a topic before we close. What's a topic you want to cover? Television. I got one. The strongest villain you know of from any source. That's perfect. Ooh. See, that's what I'm I like that. At. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and examples of their badass them. You can't just say some guy, you know. What's who's the greatest? Okay, who's the who's the best hero then? Okay. As measured yeah. as measured by what? No. I don't know. That forever. Who's yeah. we can? Who's the best hero in Marvel and DC? Pick one. Uh, who's the best hero in Marvel? Then we can do an episode. Who's the best hero in DC? And okay. Yeah, but then that that just kind of is a little bit too generalized because then you know there's so many different people to pick from, and so then at the same you? time. It, I wouldn't mind covering like animes that we would want to see more episodes of. Like, I know the one that I ended up showing, uh, the one that I showed Shane that one day when we filmed over at his place was uh, No Game, No Life. (laughs) And, uh, oh no, like, after reading up on it, like, the thing that sucks about it was I installed the Crunchyroll app, I just started thumbing through stuff. And literally was the first thing that caught my eye. And I was like, I'm going to watch this. I'll give it a try. Got through the first episode was instantly like, I need more. And like just continued watching it and watching it. And then like, I think it only goes like eight episodes. And the problem comes down to a matter of every two episodes covers one book. Well, the guy that was writing the book actually died in the middle of it. So he only got like four books in, I think. It was like three or four books he got in. And I would love to see somebody actually come back and like finish the books so they can finish the uh, uh, the actual anime. And then at the same time, I would still love to see like more episodes of different stuff. Like I'd love to see more Dragon Ball Z, but only if Akira Toriyama came back. I'd love to see more Gundam, but only if they went back towards something along the lines of like the one year war where literally either side could win it's not just oh we have a gundam the reason i want to go the reason the topic i pick is that i want to go over the gundam origin is because the gundam origin gundam origin is being written (laughs) by by uh by yosakazu I, Mm -hmm. i believe his name is like yoshikazu yushihiko and that dude He's the actual designer of the original series. Nice. So he is a master of the industry. He's just one dude. That's all he is. He's one dude. He worked on the original show, and he's like 68 years old now. And I'm telling you, his artwork and everything, when I go through the book, the reason it blows me away is this dude only uses one pin. That's it. 
It's been nice. vouched. It's been vouched for him over and over and over again. He uses one pin. He does not pre-frame anything, so he doesn't like draw out the boxes and decide how his placements. He just fucking draws. That's all he does. He takes one pin, puts it on paper, draws the manga. Nice. And you would think that he had a staff working for him. It is one of the greatest looking things I have ever seen. Oh yeah, I I can vouch for that. It literally is freaking awesome. But yeah, like I said, I'd love to see like different animes with more episodes. Like I said, I'd love to see DBZ if Akira Toriyama would actually come back, which we're supposed to be having, but you know what I mean? Like I want to see more Cowboy Bebop. I want to see more uh, Fooly Cooly. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just want to see more of these shows that I love. I want to like, cover them Kingdom Come. Produce more episodes. Dude, yes. I want to cover Kingdom Come. Oh, yeah. Because, like, one of the things with the anime side, and I do look forward to talking about different animes, like, uh, I think the anime and manga sides. And we'll probably have to do a pro and con episode of going this way or going that way. But truth be told, I think the comic book side is a lot deeper than the manga side. Because, like, when you look at anime or something like that, like you say, you'd love to see more Cowboy Bebop. I wouldn't because Spike would not be a part of it. True. He it, it does not interest me because now Cowboy Bebop is Jet. Yeah. That's all it is. He's all by himself. Doing next to nothing. Do what? Jet's not a bad character. I mean, yeah, yeah but Cowboy sure. Bebop is but just he... Jet. Everybody else is gone. You're cut now. Everybody else Wait, is who gone. Did what now? Everybody else is gone. Jet is the only one still there. I'm losing you guys. Yeah, I know. I noticed that too. We're breaking up. Well, if we're breaking up, I guess that's the end okay, of our I'm episode. Back. Is that everybody got me? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, yeah, we're good. so we had some sort of weird break up there for a second, but but the reason... I think it's because of the storm. It is. <laughs> the storm is getting bad, but I, I don't know... I don't know what our next topic is, but uh, at the end of each episode, I think we're going to mark off some things that we want to do. So be thinking about it, because as soon as we can get back together on Skype here, I'd like to continue and do another one of these episodes. Hey guys, did you like that podcast? If so, head on over to FandomNight.com where you can check out all of our videos, our other members' videos, and subscribe to the RSS feed to get constant podcasts every other day later on.